0: This show is a phonic media production. Hey, friend, something very different today on the podcast. We're asking the question what happens when you meet your heroes? And there's a very interesting reason why because <laughs> you're about to meet <laughs> my hero. Gonna play your <laughs> I've pulled off a right coup here. What happens when you meet your hero? Yeah.
1: I'm I'm still a bit gobsmacked, which is a lot that is a for lot. me.
0: For you to have nothing to say is a joy and a miracle and a shock all rolled into one. So,
1: it's been a bit of a surprise, Cheers. isn't there? Cheers. Cheers.
0: That's going to come up later. So today on the podcast, something very different. You know, normally we chat about life and business and we give our insights and our <laughs> wisdoms and we share what, where we're at in life and business. And, you know, we get lots of feedback. We get lots of people messaging and saying how much they like it and how relatable it is. We're going to go the other way today. We're going to be completely unrelatable because today on the podcast...
1: I still can't believe it. We've I got a have, special guest that we I have didn't a special know anything guest. about.
0: So <laughs> Hayley didn't know this. So a couple of weeks ago, for context, yes. a couple of weeks ago, we we did an episode... Well, we had where T-shirts on, we? had T-shirts we? on. So mine said, Rob Deck is my icon, and yours said, Rob Dyrdek FFS, as in for fuck's sake. And we were talking about, and it was bought for... Us by your Uncle Ian, yeah. who's also a fan of the podcast. Yes. Shout out Uncle Ian, who's basically the reason why that all yeah. this has happened. 100%. So we did that episode and some of my production team, shout out to the Phonic crew, had taken a clip of us talking about Rob. And turned into a funny clip of you basically going. I don't even know who Rob Deerdeck is. No offense, <laughs> Rob, if you're listening, not you ever will. But I don't know who you I don't know who you are. Yeah. I don't know why my husband keeps banging on about you. Anyway, we put that online and tagged Rob Deerdeck, to which he then responded as like, "This is hilarious," and shared it across his social media. Mindful. And then he DM'd me and said, "I've got to come on. I need to come onto your show and convince Haley that I'm worth listening to." So the whole thing was that Haley was like, "I don't care about Rob Deerdeck, Who is he? Whatever." For context, Rob Deerdeck is an investor who's sold, in the last five years alone, has sold, I think, six companies. And he's got a personal net worth of somewhere around between $400 and $600 million. Big deal then. So, but more than that, he's been a, as we were here on the podcast, he, in the interview, he's been a former professional skater. But a couple of years ago, he got really wise to the fact that actually, he was spending all this time working on how to build businesses and how to create businesses. But he's like, I need to create a life. Yeah. And that you should build your life and design your life and then make your work fit in around that. Now, again, you can sort of look at it and go, oh, that's the luxury of, you know, like a multi-millionaire, hundred millionaire person. But his thinking was that before he had that level of wealth.
1: And given I knew nothing about him other than what you told me and about... This all makes sense now, because about a week ago, I was sat. I think it was like a Friday night. You know, you just want to chill out and watch some telly. And James is like, look, watch this. <laughs> What's Rob, look, Dyrdek this Rob Dyrdek interview? This is Rob This one's D- Rob Deck And I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, look, he used to do this. And I was like, James... Brilliant.
0: He was um, on a he was on a podcast called Impulsive, which is Logan Paul's podcast, which is a massive podcast, yeah. and they and they deep dived with him about his whole methodology yeah. for about an hour and a and half. You were telling
1: me like, oh, he's got his own TV show on MTV that's like Because I'm thinking or otherwise. And I'm, I don't, going, I'm like, what? Like you've been framed. If
0: I don't do this, then we're gonna get Rob Dyrdek onto the podcast. I wouldn't have known who he was. And you would have had no, no clue who he I was. If I hadn't
1: have seen those videos, I'd be like, I don't actually know. Anyway. So I had no idea. I had no idea. All I knew is that we were recording a podcast and you said, I've got a special guest. And that was special it. Special
0: guest, which we have never had a special guest on the podcast before. So, so should we Rob- let them listen? Yeah. So here it is. This is me and Hayley, the Business Marriage Squad, chatting live to Rob Dyrdek.
1: Can't believe it.
0: So today on Business Marriage, I've done something a little bit different. I've got a treat in store for Hayley, but she's got no idea what's coming up. So Hayley, yeah. I've I got someone I want you to meet, okay. but here's the deal. You got to put your headphones on, right. and not look at the screen. Why are you means so annoying. Just, 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 just go with me on this. Oh. Just oh. come and sit down.
1: We'll shut my eyes. <laughs> shut- I can't even see the
0: chair. Well, don't. Yeah, okay. Well, this just is don't. All right. Don't look at the screen. Okay.
1: Right. All right. You're
0: good. Okay. Yeah. I'm not look at the screen.
1: Why do I feel nervous?
0: Well, you should feel nervous because of this. What? Today on the podcast, we bring you a man who started as a skateboarder. Any, any ideas yet? No. Still no. He's an entrepreneur, TV personality, investor, producer. He, he's basically on half of MTV. You really should be. Far. Yeah, you should be. It should be. It should oh be. God, should I know who this
1: person uh, is?
0: He, was, uh, he realized at a young age that he, there was more to be had than just being a sponsored athlete, so he got a deal with DC Shoes. Anything yet? Absolutely nothing. Fantastic. We'll play the jingle again. Don't worry. Uh, he got picked up by MTV after seeing uh, the shift. That he had created by making amazing videos for DC Shoes. He went on to star in Robin Big, Fantasy Factory, Ridiculousness. He started street lead skateboarding, created documentary, <gasps> set up a production company. He did a roll-up, and he sold the company to Nitro Circus. Oh do you have a God, flippy clue I'm they... talking about? You do. Uh, he created the Deer Deck Machine, of oh venture capital that... studio.
2: Oh my it's God. Rob Deerdeck. No the, the, Why?
0: And the crowd goes wild.
2: Oh.
0: Oh, the Rob, this is the Rob Deerdeck, and if uh, I hadn't shown Hayley I'm a video on YouTube last week, I made her watch a video on YouTube just so that when it came to this, she'd actually know who you were.
1: I mean, she was, don't say that offensively because I've heard so Rob much Dyrdek. about you. Oh my God, I feel I. I mean, what? How are you even here? He's How p- have you lowered yourself to our standards?
2: <laughs> listen, listen. When when you don a shirt that's Rob Deerdeck, FFS. I, <laughs> I
1: wish I, had I it mean,
2: on. I need to come in and join the conversation. You know.
1: Oh my God! Should I be feeling quite nervous? Because I do. I mean?
2: like if I'm someone that lives this beautiful, harmonious, amazing life with my entrepreneur wife, where we're both building our businesses and our and our lives but in this beautifully balanced, amazing way, I felt like I needed to share with you that I am the ultimate inspiration for James. (laughs) Because think about this, think about this. I didn't set off on a journey to be incredibly successful. I set off on a journey to have an amazing life. And that included like my relationship with my wife and my children, and the time that I was able to spend uh, to not only focus on learning more and growing more and evolving into a great business person, but how do I grow and evolve into a great father and a great husband? Well, you got to put some structure to that. You got to put no, some man. structure to that. You know, oh, and life is life you. is in this beautiful sort of flow state, and if you don't begin to sort of project the probability of how you're going to feel in the future by, you know, building a rhythm of your life and focusing on your time and putting in time to work out and putting in time to spend time with each other. Because think about this, this morning I got up at 430 30 I asked my wife what time would she like to wake up. She said, right now, I went down, I brought her a coffee. Then I came down and had my coffee already pre-made. I sent her an email of every single thing that I'm doing You're today, including this. this podcast appearance. Yeah. She'll I love be like, this. what is this? I, <laughs> I did a love quote, you know, to 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 from my soul. Then she has insight to everything that I'm doing today before i came down and and got to work and then what do i do i spent time today to go take our kids to um the dentist and then later this week we have our breakfast date and then we have our movie night on wednesday then our friday night pasta night then our sunday night sushi night then every other week we have a therapist come to the house to make sure we have neutral ground to to discuss any issues that may have built up then on thursdays we have a family sync with all of our assistants to go through our entire life to make sure there's this entire rhythm that nothing's missing so that we're always staying in a an even keel and a flow and it is what I would consider the reason why I have such an extraordinary marriage and such an extraordinary life by prioritizing the balance in my life and staying got getting better and better at it over time rather than Trying to find it, as they say. Oh, I gotta find okay. work-life balance. Like, no, yeah. I built this beautiful rhythm and then created balance and got better and better at being balanced. And this is what James is gonna do in the future. Yes. Oh wow. So, okay. So well. The, all right. Okay. I love go on.
1: It. I'm like already. I'm pretty sold. Okay.
2: Half four tomorrow morning. Hey. Hey. What cheers. half four? Well, <laughs> to you hey! guys.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: James. Hey, <laughs>
1: i love that so okay so here it here it is so i love that i love the idea of creating the life that you want to have before like me and james we say this phrase of we just kind of bumble along and things just happen but ultimately we love each other we love our life we're both growing our businesses obviously we're not quite at your level yet rob i admit yes um yet. um But where we're different is James is really strict on like, he's got this thing, which you're going to know. I've got your, I've nicked your idea. He rates himself every day and all these things that he's doing, Mm -hmm. which I don't have an issue with, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it just looks absolutely exhausting. And then he's putting it all into this spreadsheet so Mm. he can monitor his success rate. Okay, Mm. yeah, okay i made a
0: formula yesterday i I learned how to do formulas in excel
1: he's showing me all of these things look look at the weeks that i haven't gone and exercise or look at these weeks i haven't eaten as well and i said to him totally love that but what does it actually mean because if you're not actually tracking how you're feeling maybe how the business was doing that week you showing me a spreadsheet that says oh i didn't exercise it's not showing me a correlation of anything it's just showing a list of things that you did or did not do so Is he doing it right or is there more to it?
2: Look, I could shed a tear right now. I could shed a tear. (laughs) And look, there is no right way to do it. When you're in this perpetual pursuit of just being a better version of yourself, it's so hard to understand what can make you better at life because there's so many inputs that make up who you are. So even for me, even early on when I began to track how I feel about my life, work and business, zero to ten... The most fascinating part was, it was pretty simple. It was like, I either was half full and was hopeful about life, or I was half empty and like, wish I wouldn't have bought a couch. You know, wish I would have never started the company. Why am I doing so many things? Like when you're half empty, you begin to pick apart everything. But what I realized is, why I was half empty ended up being These four or five different things that I had to make changes on, you know And I think even for me from a and then I went and made those changes and then my entire life elevated and then you have a, a Continual sort of series of things you can get better at but I think even from the health perspective I began to track did I get up at five? Did I brain train? Did I meditate? Did I get in the gym? Did I eat clean? Did I not drink? Did I take supplements like and? if I did those more consistent, the quality of life numbers would be higher. How I would rate zero to 10. It became so obvious to me that, you know, at this point so far this year, I haven't missed one day. You know, that is seven days a week, getting up at five, brain training, eating clean, meditating, not drinking, like intermittent fasting and taking supplements. And I feel extraordinary. You know what I mean? It's a completely different level of life, you know, but I, to, why it it makes me shed a tear because that first step of even collecting data as it is to you is impossible. It's so hard. And then it's so hard to be consistent. I did it for five years before I collected data for the entire year. Like because I would go through spurts like anything else, because I just had to keep getting better and better and more consistent over time, because really, you will marvel at who you are today five years from now, no different than you marveled at who you are today from five years earlier, you know, and the more you can track that and guide it with intention, the more fulfilling it will be because one day he will tie it all together it will be looking at those weeks looking at the business over that year over that month and and really beginning to see like oh the goals that we had for the family to to save money yes james one day you're going to save money and and like when you begin to to see all of your intentional future projecting, slowly incrementally growth, man, then it builds belief, then it builds motivation, then now you're growing into what you've designed for yourself and you can only understand that it's actually working if you're measuring something and, and getting better and better. That's why even beginning to collect the data is so meaningful.
1: So for someone who hasn't started, AKA me, mm. um, Is there, do I just pick like a list of things that I feel would make me feel better each day? Or is there like an actual method behind it? For example, I might think that, yeah, you know, in an ideal world, I'd get up, I'd go out and do a bit of exercise. Mm. I'd eat a nice, healthy breakfast. Maybe I'd have a bit of time to do some reading. Like, Mm. do I just need to come up with these?
2: Listen to you, listen to you. Listen to you. What'd you She's do? She's already there. She's oh, halfway there. What'd She's you, in. you do? She's What'd in. you do? Just build yourself a little rhythm? What'd you do right there? <laughs> <laughs> the what rhythm of it? existence. What this is it. Rob. Look, and that's 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 really how I even tell anyone to even think about it. It's not like this super complex, like militant. It's like what are the four things I could do that I know I would feel better about myself and my life? And like Is worked. that how you started, then, Rob? That's really was it. it just, That's really yeah. it. And and I think even when the guy introduced to me, I didn't even know that I you know the words qualitative and quantitative were so foreign to me, right? Because you got to think I I didn't I had never I didn't understand venture. I had never built and sold a company. I was like a bootstrapping entrepreneur. I would just figure things out. I figured out a pathway to create TV. then I just I just kept building and building and building, but I didn't know what I was building for, where I was going. I didn't understand money. I just thought like I would keep working so hard. Then I'd have so much success that then I would figure out life. And I just came to a point. Where I just realized, like, I just felt bound so tight, and I just realized it wasn't going to work. And I began to, like, set off on the journey of, like, I've got to figure out life. And it led me to consultants, one who wrote the book Start at the End, which was this idea if you're gonna create a business, decide the outcome of the business from the very beginning, then build the strategy to reach the outcome. Don't just start a business and hope it works. So that that really changed my way of thinking as I looked at business and then I was like, man, I should think of my life like that. Then I hired another group that helped me uh, sort of organize how to build a system that would uh, take ideas all the way through the exit stage of a business. Then when I looked at that system I created, I'm like, man, I need to create the same system for my life inside that system was a rhythm of company because it's like, you, you know how the rhythm of your businesses work. It's like every Monday, it's a stand-up. every once a month, it's financial review. Like you just, you're in this rhythm, you know, there's weekends, there's holidays, there's all these things you got to get into. And that's when I was like, man, I would like to build the rhythm of my life. And so it started off as the rhythm of Rob, and it was like taking the rhythm of company that I had built for the DeerDeck machine and integrating my life into it. But then I realized, man, both of these together is my entire existence. That's what sort of created it, and just in the sense of, and you gotta think that was in 2015. And they introduced me into this concept of using qualitative data. How do you feel on a on a consistent basis to unearth insights um, to help you change and evolve your life? You know, and it was super foreign to me you know and that's not like many years ago that's pretty recent you know so that really changed that began sort of the the deeper understanding of who I was so I could continue to to design a life that I wanted to intentionally grow into over time but it takes time
0: yeah it's not gonna happen so this is a bit
2: I think I've missed yeah is the qualitative
0: Yeah, data. So I've been tracking. I've tracked every day. I decided in, I listened to your podcast at Christmas. I'm a fanboy. I've got to admit it. This this is like, this is like a Christian meeting Jesus. This is, this is, this is, this is (laughs) is where we're at right now. All
1: dreams come true, right? Yeah, this
0: is, this is kind of it. I'm going to retire from podcasting after this. I've done 168 shows. I'm going to just say no more. I'm going to hang up my hat at this point and go, it's not going to get any better than this. But I listened over Christmas. I was like, this is what I need to do. So every day this year, I have tracked. Have I done certain things? So I've got 10 things, which are my rhythm rhythm of existence. But I knew I'm a little bit susceptible to bullshitting myself. So it's like, instead of me giving myself a number, I'm going to give myself yes or no. Did I do this thing? Yes or no. Because I'll do like half a workout, a bit half-heartedly, looking at your phone and be like, ah, oh, I sort of did it. I'll give myself a six. But well, really, it should be a zero because it was a shit workout. So it's like, yes or no's. And then I get to the end of the day and then I look at the percentage. This is where Hayley like glazes over. I'm not glazing over. So I look at the percentage, but then yesterday I worked all out on the spreadsheet. I was like, right, I can look at each week and then I can look at each month. And then I can look, so I can look, I've sort of performed at my best 68.76% of this year, Mm -hmm. which actually I'm like, okay, kind of cool. But actually that's probably very akin to my results, but I haven't gone... Am I happy Yeah. at are the end of it? Are you time with
1: your family, are No, you? that's
0: a tick box. You're oh, a tick, wait, you I'm, are a tick I'm, box. I'm, yeah, a I tick a box. Yeah.
1: On, I didn't realise I was on the list.
0: <laughs> but I don't do that qual- qualitative. But I jokes, do quantitative.
1: Jokes aside, it's a very important lesson because what you might be having in your tick boxes and then what I might want to do, we need to think about it. I mean, do you think about it together as like a family or is it very much your ideal rhythm or should we be coming up with something no
2: no no we it is a fully integrated rhythm with me and my wife like because it's like I don't even like it because you got to think I design my life around my wife and kids right if I track all of my time it seems like insane like people are like oh he tracks all of his time like I want to know exactly where I'm spending my time and how I feel and so I can tell you that you know I shoot 336 episodes of television. I manage my family office and my wealth, and all of the companies that I'm invested in, and then the companies that I operate. Um, and I, you know, still shoot, you know, 50 podcasts a year. All of that I do with a 26 percent of my time, which is a nine to five job, about 40 hours a week, because I spend the majority of my time with my wife and kids. I pick and drop my kids off at school every single day. I've never missed a, a dental appointment, a pediatrician appointment. You know, I spent the last, my daughter graduated, we jumped on a jet, went to Vegas, did a photo shoot, went to where were this neighborhood we wanted to check out, all this stuff. We came back, it was Father's Day weekend, we had a summer kickoff party for the kids, like, you know, went to Father's Day, took a mini golf and wore orange outfits, um, You know, all of this stuff that's built for the family, it's my priority is the family and my health. Mm -hmm. So, like, even when I fly, I still get up at four and work out and brain train and meditate and uh, take the supplements with me, do all that. Like, even when I when I travel, I've never missed a single day this year. Um, and, And again, it's about me being the absolute best father husband boss and person to everyone in my life that's what i can control and and that that's not possible if i don't integrate the wife and family's needs and desires into that as well and i still ask her every single day when we take the kids to school how she would rate me the day before (laughs) right and Boy, she, it's like she's the toughest, you know, it's like she's so <laughs> She'll know, be like two, you know, and it's like <laughs> I have the most amazing day. And it's like one thing I do. And it's like one, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, but if, if you can imagine just having a conversation every day about how do you feel about our relationship is this incredible like way to continue to refine and think for me to build the muscle of of not not continuously wishing or trying to convince her she should think a different way but understanding why she think what certain things make her feel a certain way and how do i continue to avoid uh, doing those or building a world around us that avoids her feeling like that um, is part of my process that integrates both of them and that includes like continuously optimizing how we spend time and what that rhythm is. Because as you guys said in the same podcast, where the world is changing, you're changing, everything's changing on an ongoing basis. So, so is your rhythm and your use of time and, and when and how you can, can do a lot of things that you need to feel balanced and feel fresh, feel happy, feel healthy. Um, so it's like, you have to do that together. And then I, I've, over the years of doing it, We've gotten so good at understanding when we feel in that really good state and we've spent the majority of our life in that rhythm. But it took us years to trial and error and continually optimizing because, you know, what happened like when I really started building out the rhythm, I was like, oh, date night. We'll start with the date night. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, that's like, I feel like we don't even see each other. Then it was like, we need a talk night. Okay, it's Tuesday night talk. (laughs) Now we need, like, you know, we we never do anything in the morning after the kid. Okay, let's do a breakfast morning, you know? And so it's like, you just begin to build all that. Then it's like, you know, she overheard me talking to... Somebody about something I was doing and she had never heard it. So I was like, okay, what I'm going to do each morning is then send you everything I'm doing. So you have insight into everything um, in case you want to, in case I forgot to tell you about it. And again, it's just... Continually making our relationship better and better and better, understanding each other better and better, understanding how our lives work better and better. And then what happens? Now our kids are in a new school. Now it's like, you know, they have activities they want to do. So now I've got to make a complete adjustment in this beautiful rhythm of like my monthly and weekly and my company and the way that I shoot television. I completely re- rearranged all of that. To get back into a rhythm for the family based off of the evolution that our family's going through, right and it's just this continuous ongoing basis of putting the family first and the energy and the health first that that then the life is built around rather than just letting life happen and then constantly wishing. Like, I had more time for this or did this, you know, and I like to say, if you don't design your time, if you don't have the time to design your time, you will spend, uh, you will never have the time to do the things you want because you're always doing what you have to do. And and I think that that's the big difference in the power of time because time is your canvas and you only have a limited amount, you know, and for me... I wanna live 1 million hours, 114 years and 54 days. So if I'm gonna do that, I've gotta be extraordinarily healthy. And I look at the world through, I got 8700 hours a year and 24 hours in a day, and I'm gonna sleep seven and a half, and I'm gonna rate, I'm gonna use a sleep score to understand how to sleep better. I know I'm gonna spend a percentage working out and taking care of myself. I'm gonna spend the majority with my family. The rest now is what I'm willing to work in. And then I don't really compromise that. I I have created all the success from this balanced state of only working in the allotted times I would commit. And not easy for two young entrepreneurs and young parents starting your first, starting dealing with starting a company. But that has to be the goal, getting into that rhythm and that flow over time. Really long-winded way of saying I integrate with my wife.
1: (laughs) it makes so sense because how many times do we say oh we should do this we should go on a date night we should like spend more time catching up but we don't we put clients first which obviously yes we want to deliver a great service but as you say we're not taking control of that designing. and you go off and say you want to do this and then that's great but then I need to be more proactive and we need to come together so maybe that's the task that we can set ourselves to design our own we should do that
0: on our first date night slash breakfast morning slash sushi (laughs) sunday
1: we could call we could (laughs) we could like tribute it to the deer deck date night (laughs) the deer deck date night i like that think
2: about it like you're you gotta put it in the calendar for it to ever happen you know and 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 you're going to get there and you're going to be like ah it's I've gotta get this done, like I can't do it tonight. Can we do, you know, it's gonna happen. And it's not, you can't put so much pressure on yourself. We don't build a calendar in a rhythm and be like, if we don't live this, our life is a mess. We constantly change it and like something happens and, and and continuously like push something forward like his life is coming at you on an ongoing basis, but it builds this nice foundation for you to, to get your your flow in, but it's not like rigid. It's still highly adaptive based off of how you feel and based off of what's happening in your life. But in the times that it is in rhythm and gets more consistent, then now it's like, oh, you would you, you feel better when you're doing all those things. So you stay more consistent and push. I'm going to get up earlier and work on the project for the client that I have to work on instead of compromising going to a movie tonight. I do feel like relaxing type of thing. But it's a... Time is the canvas, and if you don't guide it and where you want it to go, you're going to end up in the same place over and over again. Only older, only older. I love
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling old. I'm feeling old. I see it in the mirror. I love. I think that's the quote. If I'm going to get that put on a on a picture,
0: there you go. Put it on a put it on Time an actual canvas. canvas. I love it. What what's your sort of next steps with this? Because I've heard you talking about it on various podcasts. I think it was probably Lewis House's podcast where I first sort of discovered you, and I was like, oh my god. Then I sort of like did that thing on Apple Podcasts. Like, where else has this guy spoken? You did like Ed Milet's podcast and you did uh, My First Million. And I listened, they put out last week and I listened to the original uh, episode. And the sort of the rhythm of existence as you created it. It's almost like you created it for yourself and accidentally you've gone, oh my God, this could help absolutely everybody. What's your your plan for this? When's the app coming out? Because I can't live on an Excel spreadsheet and notes in my iPhone. (laughs) I need this software.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm... You got to even think. That's why I was like going on the my first million podcast again this 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 last week was like I I was so focused and this is the this is the idea of evolution and how you you grow and evolve. I was so focused on the venture side and the business side that I, even though I was operating my life with the rhythm of existence and collecting all this data and optimizing my life, I, I still didn't fully look at that as like something I wanted to share at a high level until I started doing press again. And my, that, my first million, you know, two years ago was the first time I really spoke about it. It created this interesting wave. And then I had ended up, you know, I had created these clear financial goals. And, um, and then I had, reached my life financial goals in a few years right that's sort of what that depth of clarity and operating from a more harmonious state it accelerated my success and then when I reached the 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 height of the financial side it changed me as a person and I really attributed it to like the way that I was able to create it from a place of harmony rather than a place of sacrifice. And then it began the energy of, man, I really want to share this. And that's as I spent the last few years, I've had a, i have had I meet with my writer on the philosophy every Sunday at 5 a.m. and paid him the, all the money up front to walk with me on a multi-year journey because I want to unearth the simplicity on the far side of complexity that is a very like pure timeless philosophy on what i've actually uh, created which is taking years to unearth inside the time frame that i'm willing to work on it and then i've hired the group to develop the software and i'm just working on the software and ideating on both um, so that it can be super effective in both. You could read the, the philosophy, be like, okay, I understand this, then go and live it in the software. But rather than because I, I play the game from a deep level of foundation, meaning I'm, I no longer... Money's not really a consideration for me. I can take my time in developing it because I really want it to be when you get it first because I'm going to give it to you first, James. I'm going to send it to you first. When you get it, I want it to like be super intuitive and easy and like... Like be able to read the philosophy and be like, okay, I understand why all this works and what it does. And then here's how I want to start and get better at it over time. And this is what I'm looking for inside the software. It's just a much more complex sort of development and great ideas need to reveal themselves over time um, great, you know, as you know, even in, in the businesses you have, you had an idea in the beginning, it was amazing. Then you launched it and it was so much different and harder than you realized. And then you had to learn all this stuff. And along the way, you're like, I don't even know if I like this. Like, is this even a business? Like, and then like, okay, now it starts to make a little bit more sense. Now it's okay. Now I can see what I need to do to actually make this successful. And then you think, well, we should quit cause it's too hard, but then you keep pushing through and, and then you you eventually get into the rhythm of, of understanding how you can grow. I'm going through that process, but not, but not through the pressure of launching it all and developing it all. I'm, I get to design it and develop it through the, the behind the scenes and won't put it out until it's ready, which I think is like a 20, 2025, type of time range for me. You know? oh
0: God, I've got to live on spreadsheets oh no. till then. Can I just
2: shut, because I know you talk about it so passionately
0: and I know that yeah. you, know, you probably hear from people like uh, with My First Million about how much of an impact Nothing it's had mind. and how, how different it is, but this is what it inspired me to do. So first off, so that's every, every day of the year, on the yes or no's of whether I've done the thing. And then yesterday I developed it out and I turned it into this spreadsheet with these formulas and codes of these like tick boxes, which would then create me percentages of how often I'd done it. And honestly, I think now adding in that qualitative data of like what's the impact, yeah. it's, generally, it's, changed, it's changed how I live my life. And, yeah. and honestly, your philosophy, I find it so relatable because whilst you are a million miles from where we're at, <laughs> God no God knows we just wanna get there. But it's you you deliver it in such a such an authentic way. So I guess what I'm saying is just keep going with delivering this message because I think it's really gonna change the world in a big, big way. I think it really is. Before you go, because I know we've got to be mindful of your time, could you just tell Haley about what Forever Estates is because you thought you liked this guy a minute ago. Okay. Like, like, listen to the plan that he's got for. Estates. So where he lives right now, he lives two doors down from where he actually wants to live. Uh-huh. So he's got himself a bit of land and he's yeah. going to build out a forever home where the deer decks will meet for the next 500 years. It's going to be like, it's Whoa. next level. Can you can you tell Haley about, well, hey, you know, without,
2: this is the man we, that I'm trying to become, okay? okay? This, this
1: is my future. <laughs>
0: you
2: know, it, it's the, you know, for me, I'm... My wife, the, the greatest gift my wife gave me is I went from looking at myself and what's next to what does forever look like. You know, and then as you have children, it's like I want to to instill these core values, but instill great stability and be the core of sort of what's possible in the human experience through the children and through our family. And so in 2015, I bought a piece of land and this was going to be the home that we live forever but the problem was I spent all the money that we had to buy the land and had to go and create the wealth and realize the vision to ever even build it. So called it Forever Estates and began to um, design it and have designed it for all of these years. And then I realized the vision, but transitioned from self preservation to generational preservation. Like, how can I truly impact? Hundreds and hundreds of years of Deer Decks. And so now, um, you know, it's this incredible gated, like, it's like a long road to like this giant property, but the gates open up. It says Forever Estates. And as you leave, it says Never Stop Believing on the way out. Oh, but it God. is I
1: love it. But
2: it is like, it is this beautiful SEOTA designed house. And then it's all these chandeliers through the whole house because uh, it's my wife's connection all the way through it. Got this commissioned painting by Joel Messler in the great room that says forever next to a Robert Indiana love sculpture. And then when me and my wife die, right? we are going to be crushed into crystals and be in the the, the main chandelier we're going to be oh. hanging from the chandelier oh. and then oh. i i pay cash for the house put it into a trust and we'll pay rent to the trust so that the house itself will be its own operating entity that will never have to rely on the family to operate and so when we die it will sit as forever estates that old man Deerdeck and, oh. and the patriarch Rob and Brianna built with a vision of what was possible to impact them forever and it will be in our family for hundreds and hundreds oh, of years oh that how cool that is that is
1: so beautiful
0: how cool is that oh. so that's why I'm oh. ticking the box every day I'm trying oh, to get to it. there I, okay it.
1: I'm converting I'm converting she's I'm in converted. she's in I'm gonna make it my mission
2: hey well, going to me myself listen the goal. to me you need to decide what you want to accomplish out of your businesses to put yeah. a marker to where we're going. This is yeah. exactly how many. And then it's like, how many clients do we need? How consistent does it need? What is it? What is the number? Hey, I want to get to this and create this and profitability and split this. Then where do you want to put the money? Before I ever made any money, I laid out every bit of strategy of how I would do it. Then what I would do with it when I got it and started incrementally building against the success that I now started building belief in because I decided what it would be at the end. And, and you have to do that rather than just, hey, let's get a little bit more. It's all, it's all. You have to design what the outcome of each of these businesses are. Then what you're going to do with that money. Then what is that going to lead to the life that you guys ultimately want for you and your children, you know?
0: Wow, Exciting. how cool is that? Um, Rob, so appreciative. Oh. I know you jumped until a half five in the morning. I can't
1: believe that you've come on our. podcast. It has been
0: recorded in widescreen, but I don't know if you've actually if Rob's actually seen your face, because he's, no, there's Hayley. She's actually a real person, so just in case you couldn't see her for the, for the entire time. But um, I'm super appreciative. I knew that the, the kid from Ohio <laughs> who had changed the face of skating turned pro at 16 years old, flew to the other side of the country. His mum was furious, by the way. Moved to LA to be a pro skater. Ended up designing shoes for DC. Went from sponsored athlete to owning the whole shebang. I knew that Rob Dyrdek was the man to come and tell you how a venture studio and a rhythm of existence We've could done change it. our We've life. Done
1: it. It's changed my life. Um, it's going to change my life.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, super excited. Rob Pretty Dyrdek for guys. the podcast. Appreciate you guys. Wish you the best of luck. Keep Thank pushing. You. Thank will. you so much, Rob. We appreciate you being here. Che- and thanks for having your mug as well. We appreciate that hey, hey. as well. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Here's to you and Forever Estates. Thank you, mate. See you guys. Thank
1: you. So there we go. Oh, my God.
0: Rob, motherfucking deer deck. you know what, right? On business marriage.
1: I am not a fangirl. I'm not someone who gets, like, phased by people that no, are not, like. Either you know, really successful, I can admire it. But I have to say, chatting to, to Rob, just my mate Rob, Robbie it d. was genuinely like having just a friend in the living room, just going, yeah, it's really this simple. I just wanted to design a lot. I realised that I wanted to to lead the life that I want. I had to almost like design it. It makes so sense, yeah. so much sense. Yeah, yeah, And when he said about...
0: But so few people do it, don't, I know, don't they? You and also,
1: d- like we do it. Yeah. Listen, like, jokes aside, right, I, t- I t- obviously take the piss of you out of you for, like, doing all these tick boxes. And yeah. it's like, but, to my point, it's fine to tick off, yeah, I've read a book today, yeah, I've done exercise, but what is it, like... It's tracking, what does that do to for yeah. you? Like, does it make you feel happier? Do you feel more in control? See, do you I, feel, yeah. do you see what I mean? Like, I need
0: to, I've retrospectively, because when I was saying to him there in the interview about doing the spreadsheet, I did it all literally the day before doing the interview. Yeah. I was like, I've got to get it off my phone and actually turn it into something. I was like, oh, this is quite good. Now it's quite useful. But what I should also do at the end of the day is rate myself. How do yeah. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. in life, work and business how family, out of 10? How
1: have I spent, yeah. And it's like with me, I always make a joke like, oh yeah, I'm so laid back. I don't need all this stuff, which a point I don't however
0: is that do you think that's a way of like playing small I think
1: it I think maybe and I think maybe it's like maybe I am a little bit lazy in that not don't get me wrong I'm not lazy when it comes to work or what I need to do for the children or you like or like our life in that respect but like almost like maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm scared of not what I could become. That sounds really wanky. What a that wanker. That sounds so what wanky. Wa-
0: no, no, but, but no, that's true though, isn't it? It's like almost if you-
1: like you hold yourself back. Like
0: Warning, warning. Haley could become too legendary. <laughs> no, 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 but, but I get like, it. Say like
1: with the diet, for example. I don't believe in diets, et cetera. But I'm someone who will get to a point where I'm like, oh God, I've put on a bit of weight. I need to like... But then I'll almost keep going until the point where I'm like, it's all right, because as soon as I decide... Yeah. As soon as I decide to make a difference, You've always been like that. And like with so, smoking,
0: you're like, yeah. oh, I don't want to give up smoking. I'll just know when I'm ready. And, and then, then you'd like I'm ready. S- but yeah. it's
1: like you get to a point and it's like, sounds really uh, far-fetched, but like time's going faster now. Mm. Like I'm not getting any younger. Like I feel, I'm feeling like much more tired maybe than I used to. And I think it's that realisation of if we keep going how we're going... And we put all of that energy into our work. Yeah. Then I think everything it's gonna, else gets the
0: scraps of you, then doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's everything it. Everything else you is just sort of the rotten like, old yeah. rag. Yeah, that's left the over. Old,
0: the old sloppy no, but it's rag. I'm doing. Like,
1: oh, you go to bed feeling tired every night. Or you're not. Yeah. You don't have any like meaningful conversations or like he was saying about the date night. How many times have we said about going on a date night?
0: Yeah.
1: And like he said, but, put said, it in the, the diary, in the diary, it and nothing
0: can come up. It,
1: well, no, he said it doesn't mean that if something suddenly came up yeah. and you had to change you can't, it. Almost
0: the mentality has to be that's in the diary. Well, it's got, it's to happen, got to happen. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because we would, and that's the thing. So that the biggest realisation after that and genuinely not to be like, oh, fangirl, but I will go away and think about the things boy, Dave, that yeah. I could do each day that would make me feel better. Which would be what? Things like, you know, I Off love the of head. having a bit of quiet time in the morning, but that would mean I'd have to get up mega early ahead of the kids. Mm-hmm. But if that is something that I would enjoy to do, then it means that I have to make sure I get to bed quicker.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Little things like that, like or going out for a walk. But what I'm.
0: But what you do? So you've started going for a walk this week. But again, instead of going for a walk, now now all all of a sudden.
1: For last week. Yeah, you have broken
0: your toe. But also, you've been out a couple of times. And then you came in. You were just going to go for a walk around the block. Yeah. You came back in, fucking huffing and puffing. (laughs) I've run.
1: I've tried to run.
0: But. Which is fine, but... I just felt like running. But, I
1: just felt like
0: running. But in that instance there, you should have just enjoyed the walk. You, you were taking a step. I enjoyed the
1: run. It was like, I can't explain it. I was just like, I want to run. Just wanted to run. But the point I'm trying to the make...
0: through Here are
1: the things. Yes, I agree about having certain things that you know make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Because we could all work, 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 right? And then everything else becomes...
0: An afterthought. An
1: afterthought, but also, it, like, for example, at the weekend, when the kids are playing or they're watching a film or something, it's easy sometimes, if I've got a lot of work and I can think, oh, I'll just sit here and do a bit. But rather than that, this weekend, I was like, no, I'm going to clear out the house, you know, really cleaned it, top to toe. Do you know what I mean? Like, put that sort of thing first. Put family time first this weekend. Just you see what I mean? And yeah, sometimes you get to Monday and you're a bit like, oh, I'm starting on the back yeah. foot. But... If we don't make time for those things, they never become important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we need to. So I definitely need to look at certain things that. I could do each day and it might not be the same as your things do you see what I mean it, but things like yeah. eating healthy staying hydrated that kind of thing well like
0: Rob said him or and like his wife having, get up at different times and he asks yeah. her what time that she wants to get up and then he goes and takes her a, a cup of coffee but Love she that. but she now because she's watched what him the uh, the success that he's created by yeah. not because like, he got up early because again a lot of the 5am club bashers have been like oh, don't fucking get up early most people who succeed get up early it's just that simple but she now she's got her own beauty brand that she's yeah. starting or has started and And she does her calls from 5.30 onwards now because she's seen the benefit of that getting up early. But like I said, you have to be in bed for nine, so you've got a plan for it.
1: When I pick the kids up, rather than like thinking, oh, I need to rush back and I need to do this. I need to be like every day, that time when I pick the kids up until bedtime, that's like quality time with the kids. Yeah. So like, start shifting it that way. I think I need to come up with my own routine but I think two biggest lessons is that you can't have your list and I can't have my list over here we need they need to connect because if I say for example I didn't actually ask him this question I kind of did think about it like when people make those excuses but being realistic, like, if we both wanted to go and do a gym class in the morning, we can't because we've got two kids. Does that make sense? Well, we
0: could if we took yeah. them to school and nursery but we and went after. we both need
1: to know that. Does yeah. that make sense? And so we need to do it together. Yeah. Um, so rather than it just being a, chi- a checklist of things like, yeah, I did this, we need to start designing our life together. Yeah. Um, and also that what you said really hit home that whole, like, telling people when they're starting a business to think of the end goal the end, yeah. and then work backwards because it's like actually if we keep going the way we're going and we just drive ourselves on this kind of like possibility thinking this kind of feeling that we're going to get there but we don't actually know what there yeah. is
0: we don't know where there you is know, not you what said to us, where
1: we, we kind of both know where we want to live for life right yeah. and we kind of know the sort of money you need for example to buy the sort of house that would be our dream house Fucking in loads. the area no yeah. but we know that yeah. right so in theory it's not that hard to to actually sit down and work out okay so if you were gonna i've got to
0: sell a lot of podcasts for one of them gizzlers, so Let me tell but it's true you. though isn't it if yeah. you were gonna yeah. get yeah, a yeah, house yeah.
1: like that what do you need to be earning and maybe it's a reality check of yeah. well actually like these businesses aren't set up to do that. Yeah. So then if they're not set up to do that, how are you going to get what that is? money? Yeah. Is it a case of actually when you hit... Oh,
0: she's gone, guys. No, but she's gone. You- maybe
1: I should send this Shit. to Rob, but like when you hit a certain amount of money in the business, maybe then some of it gets ring-fetched to go and invest in other companies or different things that mm. are going to bring in revenue. Like it's just... Like it sounds so far-fetched, doesn't it? But I, as he was saying it, I could almost imagine me and you with like one of them like roller... um, You know, like the rolls of paper like on the dining table and almost like yeah, working yeah. it all out like I've done it a little bit on my business through like my own sort of like business training but it can be a bit just like numbers on a paper but imagine doing it together and going actually this is what we're aiming for and when he was telling us about like the landy ball and that forever that when he said the words like stability I think he said stability I can't remember. And it was like, imagine having that for, like, our children, that they're somewhere, yeah. like a house or a home, that it's like, that's yours. But when he's
0: talk about, like... Yeah, you know, for the next 500 years. It's lovely because he said, like, when he met his wife, he stopped thinking about, like, what was immediately for, for now. and yeah. it was, like, almost for them. And then when you have kids, it's like, right, well, it becomes bigger than you. Yeah. But then now he's taking his level, his thinking to the next level. Yeah. It's not just for the kids, it's for the kids' kids yeah. and the kids' 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 kids'.
1: And even when he's like, I've never missed, like, a dental appointment, like, all that, like that's what I think I was like, maybe that's what made me go, okay, because it's so relatable mm. because I actually feel like he does do that. Do you know what I mean? It's not Oh, 100% just... he
0: does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like a PR sales pitch. So, he does. Uh,
1: I do. I feel, yeah. I feel like maybe he's my new idol now.
0: You've been deer-decked.
1: Well, as I've said, I'm always someone who I have to sort of like get to know someone or like really... Like, there, it needs to be much more like tangible for me. So, the fact that he's actually wanted to come on our podcast and, and share... I' listen to the rest of that
0: episode of us chatting pure shit as well. Win.
1: Um, I just think how amazing. And I actually really think that it's something we should both commit okay. to. Okay.
0: How about this um, for a commitment? To
1: making this to Deer Deck our life. Deer Deck. <laughs> it's, it's almost like I feel like I'm going to say it wrong. Deer Deck. We're going to have a, a, a Deer Deck date night.
0: Deer Deck date night. It's not going to be there, but we will. No. Um, how about this as an extended challenge to both of us to keep us off challenge? Yeah, do it. How about next episode yeah. we talk about what's the dream?
1: I think we've done a bit of a dream, but maybe yeah, but we have d- to What's like the to the a proper d- dream. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, let's actually go through it and sit and yeah. collaboratively go, right, what do like we you, want?
1: Like, for example, you said before, like, yeah, I want to sell my business for da-da-da. Okay, great. What does that actually mean?
0: Let's yeah. go there. Yeah, okay. That's deep. So we'll have, we have to have this conversation offline. God. So we come into it with that piece of paper. We're going
1: to have to have that piece of paper and actually, like, really start thinking yeah. realistically about it.
0: Because do you not think that sometimes in life something happens, it gives you like a jolt or like a kick and you're like, Like I I think this is actually for, because when he's saying about like, you have to have a plan, like we are 40 years old. We are (sighs) 40 years old. and We're fucking winging it. Yeah, we are winging our lives. I don't want to
1: anymore.
0: We're very lucky, especially you, because we found each other. Uh, We've got beautiful, healthy kids like that's. If you've got that, you're pretty good. I wouldn't
1: say George is the ultimate of healthy kids. got every sort of allergy going, but yeah.
0: Fucking peanuts, heavy. But, you know, overall, healthy kids, happy kids. We live in a nice area. We have freedom to live in the UK. Mm. We we can make podcasts. We do whatever we want to do. But I think that we need to look and go, right, what does the next 40 years look like? Mm. What is our version of Forever Estates? God,
1: that's scary.
0: But but what does it look Mm. like? What does it look like? Because I was thinking about it, maybe because it, it was Father's Day yesterday, but my dad died at 63 years old. Mm. And if that, if I, and all of the guys in my family have died young. So let's say I'm going to die until, bright, On a
1: bright, on on a bright, bright no. no, no,
0: but if, let's say, for example, I've got until about 60.
1: Don't tell me that.
0: Well, yeah, but imagine, then I've got 20 years left. So doing this doing this whole thing of like, delayed gratification is fine, but my dad delayed gratification until he was in the fucking ground.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he never spent any money. mm he was going to go. He was going to do this, that, and the other when he retired. But it was always like in the future, in the future, in the future. It's like
1: that's what. Did he
0: enjoy the fucking now?
1: No, and that's what Rob did. It just said. Didn't did he it? enjoy
0: the now? He saved all this money. He's the fucking rich man in the graveyard.
1: Yeah.
0: And what's, and what's it all for? I don't I? What's it all it's about? It's a, it's a very Haley. deep. It's a very
1: deep ending there, but it's it so. Is. It is actually really true. I feel like. I feel like I've been.
0: I feel red Brian. round
1: the face of a wet fish.
0: You've been deer decked right round the face. Anyway, <gasps> oh, I oh,
1: hope oh, you enjoy it though. I oh, hope you've learned. It. I hope, hope I'm, you I'm, enjoy hope, the interview. I hope you get something out of it too. I think what a, what an amazing guy.
0: Rob Deck wow. came on our podcast. Rob Flippin' Deerdeck. Can't believe it. Of the Deck machine. It also goes to show the power of, of like podcasting and personal branding because that was one little clip that got to him amongst 9 million other of his That's followers, crazy. and then he requested to come on to our show. Wow. And now we've got a one-to-one, we've effectively had like, life coaching his, fucking marriage counselling what's the
1: hourly rate I mean
0: oh, he wants to, got 40 he wants minutes, to earn a million dollars an hour
1: right so we've so just got had like a, almost... three
0: million dollars oh my god we've got to do same with it. anyway hopefully love you've it. enjoyed it let us know what you thought about this episode guys we'd love to know what you think uh, go to Apple Spotify Stitcher on YouTube or reach out to us on Instagram at business marriage pod and uh, yeah we'll see you for the next one where we'll tell you all about the dream Fucking dear deck on our podcast. Can you believe it? Me? Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. This show is a phonic media production.